You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't think you necessarily froze. You just look like you were I'm, contemplating. I'm just not thinking that this is going to bode well for my burgeoning stand-up career. Well, and by yeah. career, I mean five minutes at the listener party. Well, you will need to say something because probably just standing there, unless you just want to make faces or <laughs> things like that. I mean, I did try to throw. Is that it what to I can you. do? Can I just make faces? Can I hold the microphone and just go? Sure. <laughs> yeah, you can be some weird like alt comic type thing that you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm. I I did try to throw it to you last night a couple of times. Yeah, you tried to, but there were I was surrounded by people that were funnier than me. So, I mean, you tried to throw it, but then they were, like, quicker at the draw. Yeah, that's true. And there's nothing I could do about it. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, we do want to remind everybody that the Fun Employment Radio Network Party is coming up in less than a month. Hot dog. Oh, my God. Greg, stop saying that. Less than a month. Less than a month. Woo! On February I'm so excited. 22nd at the Hawthorne Theater, so you can get your tickets now by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the link right there and pick up your tickets ahead of time. They are $5 to pre-purchase, and then they are $10 at the door, so you want to pick them up ahead of time. And we uh, we are planning some really good shit. We've got for you a guys. lot of stuff lined up that oh I'm very very excited about. More things are happening all the time. We can't tell you all of them because we want to save it for a surprise. But there's well, let's just say we're we're picking up what you guys have been putting down, and we have some special guests lined up. We do indeed. We have some entertainment. Oh, yeah, we I do. might or might not be doing goddamn motherfucking stand up. Yeah. It's entirely possible. I just don't know. I don't know. Like, after talking about it yesterday and the day before and then, like, being on stage in a comedy setting. Yes. Plus, I was thinking about it, too. Like, we're going to... We are friends with a lot of comedians, and they're going to be at the listener party. They will be. Oh, my God. Watching you and judging you. Oh. Judging you. God. What if I look out at the audience and see one of them who are, like, meaning well, but they don't know that I see them. They're just like, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. They're all talking about like how embarrassed they are for me. Oh, this is going to be so awkward. So let's talk about last night. So Sarah uh, and I, um, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know that we participated in Secret Weapon Presents Hamster Village, which is a combination of two different uh, comedy shows that went on last night. Of course, Andy Main's uh, Secret Weapon and then Nathan Brannon's Hamster Village. And this was at Mississippi Pizza last night. Um, saw some listeners out there. Want we to say did. Hello. We met Sam and Jessica. Hi, you guys. Sam and Jessica. Hello. They were very cool. Very, very cool cool and it was a lot of fun so the way that the event worked last night was there was some stand-up beforehand Mm -hmm. Uh, Andy and Bree Pruitt and Nathan Brannon all did stand-up and then that transitioned into all of us being on stage kind of like a panel setting yeah it was like a panel discussion so Mm -hmm. it was Greg and I and then three very funny comedians right and then Christian Ricketts joined too oh Christian Ricketts yeah yeah he came in too no I said three funny comedians I'm just That's kidding. True. You four decide. <laughs> Look, that one. was a joke. See, I there you joke. go. That was uh, good. That was comedy right there. Comedy. See, you can make the entire show just uh, ripping on Christian Ricketts for some reason. <laughs> just for some. Because he's some never reason. done anything to me and he's a very never, nice guy. I'm yeah. just going to. You should just pick out a nemesis because that's how the comedy scene works. Don't you have to have nemesis? Like a nemesis? Nemes- is it nemesis? Nemesis? Something like that. Yeah, you have to have a nemesis. I think just strictly based on his name and how hilarious it is to say, Christian Ricketts might need to have to be my, my nemesis. <sighs> okay. I, now I'm starting to like how this is going. So I, I <laughs> no, because you be know a- that if I don't pick another one, you're going to be my nemesis. And basically, I already know what I'm going to do. If I do this, it's basically going to be all about you. 
or what do you mean nemesis. all about me what i'm saying is you have to work with what you know and i know everything about you that annoys me so I think that I could work like for five minutes on that pretty well. You can work on five minutes on just like <laughs> complaining about me. That's what not you're... complaining, just pointing out little your eccentricities. You know, because I want to involve you. Because I was reading <laughs> these tips. Your, this is your entire thing is just going to be about. No, me. so somebody actually sent me uh, this link that is ta- that is a link about how you can be good at stand up. <laughs> please, please do be something. I know, I'm trying to find because it right now. The way that you're sounding right now, though, if you're just going to make it about me, it sounds like that Seinfeld ep- episode where uh, Kathy Griffin just makes her entire set about making fun of Jerry Seinfeld. So that's what you're going to do. Your entire basis of your burgeoning comedy career is going to revolve it's around not, me. It is not burgeoning. That is in so... A strange, in a strange way, that does kind of satisfy my ego a little bit, that the entire thing will be about me. But at the same time, I don't know if I like the idea. I, I don't know if the whole ripping on me for five minutes will satisfy that part. Well, I do have to say, so uh, T-Sex in the chat actually sent me an email. So he has attempted, let's see, so he wrote me and said, Sarah, I've done stand-up a few times and it's a little scary, but five minutes goes by really fast. If you can use notes, the hardest part is remembering the jokes oh thanks for putting that in you're putting in the hardest part but he also sent me a list uh from crack.com uh that is entitled six ways to not suck at stand-up comedy okay please please to be saying what they are all right number six is picking the wrong material for the wrong crowd oh yeah see so nobody wants to be there to make but fun see of me. everybody's there because we're all like hanging out it's one big happy messed up amazing family because you know everyone who listens is going to be there people on the network are going to be there we're all going to be under the same roof having uh-huh. beers having laughs right but nobody wants general to make merriment and what have you nobody wants to make fun of me though everybody wants me to make fun of you <laughs> i'm thinking i have to work with the room and like if i'm talking to the room about if i'm making my lifetime jokes like nobody will get those except for me and my sister and that'll be a it. Uh, I'll just be my sister laughing in the back and then that's it. Okay, there are suggestions here in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Suman is saying, ask if anyone is there from Portland to start off with. <gasps> so That's what I was saying. Hey, is anyone here from Portland? Yeah, yeah it's a good, good city have here. And then I throw in something about like voodoo donuts. Yeah, voodoo donuts and then marijuana jokes. Oh, okay. Yeah, be like, ah, I know it's, no, I think the, the weed uh, is wafting down from Washington. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling, feel a little hungry. No, nobody wants to hear about me being hungry. I'm feeling a little, a little, uh, a little off kilter because of all the weed smoke from Washington. It's just a, it's a blowing in the breeze. It's so, it's so weedy. Does anyone here like to smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah. Weed. How about, let's give a big hand for, for, uh, for the Hawthorne Theater. Yeah. They're real good. Thank you for having us. That's good. So, uh, Greg is short. He's pretty short, actually. Um, he he kind of makes me feel like a giant when I'm standing next to him. I feel, um, I feel kind of like a, a king of sorts because I can just look at him like he's a little, like a little minion who's, you know, is there to do, do my oh! bidding. <laughs> How are you going to handle hecklers? Shut up! This is harder than it looks. And then I'll cry. <laughs> and then you'll cry on stage. <laughs> and then I'll cry and run away. <laughs> nope, you have to do five minutes. You have to be up there. We never said that I couldn't I couldn't heckle you. I may have to do a little bit of Oh heckling. my god. All right, so far your routine is going, uh, you got your routine going. You can't waste the Oh, I can do like, yeah, because they're saying Greg is so short and people can go like, how short is he? (laughs) All right, what's your response? Greg doesn't even have to bend down to tie my shoelaces. What? I don't even understand what that one is. All right. 
So have you started crying yet? Is this is this is like your go-to move? Greg is so short. He uses small. That he uses toilets as a bathtub. <laughs> okay. All right. Keep keep going. Um. Is it all going to be short jokes? I don't know. What else are you self-conscious about? Well, I'm not going to give you material. Come on, just give me some material. No. No, I'm not going to... Fine. I don't, th- I don't feel good <laughs> writing your material for you. It was going to be ripping on me. You can talk about how great I am. Really? Yeah, you could do that. You could do that whole material. I that don't even good. know. See, that's, I'm drawing a blank. I don't even know how to do that. See, here's the alternative. Instead of doing five minutes of stand-up, you could just do a five-minute speech about me. About how, about how great I am. Oh, it'll basically be a speech because I'm writing everything out. I just don't know what the hell I'm going to be writing. <gasps> oh, I could talk about your acting career. Oh, okay. What are you going to do? What are you do? All right, fine. Write it. Uh, Let's hear it. I, I would have to say I think the heyday of Greg's acting career was when he was uh, Bob in that Christmas commercial. Does, that, does everyone remember that, that Christmas commercial? How about that, how about that Bob? Huh? He really wears that Christmas sweater well, doesn't he? Too bad it's not Christmas all year. <laughs> then he'd still be famous. <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> because Christmas is over. And he can't work for them again because they only use one actor per Christmas. And he's already blown his load. So there goes the Christmas sweater money and his shot at fame. Because he's always going to be the Christmas sweater guy. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Greg in the back of that in that uh, that Honda commercial? I think where he's sitting in the back of the of, of the Honda with a stunt dog. <laughs> I heard from the set the dog made more than he did. It's more well groomed too. Yeah. I don't know. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I can see how this is going to go. <laughs> really focused. Really, really focused on one thing. <laughs> five minutes. You've covered uh, about 45 <laughs> seconds so far. 45 seconds. Oh, you got a God. lot of material to fill right there. I do. Well, yeah. good thing that that's just off the top of my head, and I'll have a month to make notes. Yeah, as Cammy is noting, this is a nibbler roast. This isn't really... Yeah. <laughs> it is, basically, but it's comedy. <laughs> we didn't specify what kind of comedy. If you're going to a comedy... If you're going to a roast, you're going to a comedy show. Uh, people are already asking for a refund for their tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and the tickets are only $5, and they already want a refund based on based on the performance so far. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that being yeah. said, I saw professional... Oh, wait, so, oh, so there was... So picking the wrong material for the wrong crowd is number six. Okay. Uh, number five is don't turn on the crowd, which yeah. I wouldn't yeah, do. Well, what if they don't like your jokes? What if you get some booze? I don't what care. I'm just hecklers? getting through it because you know what? I'm going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. If I choose to... I'm, I still don't know if I'm going to. But if I choose to do this... The light at the end of the tunnel will be uh, being able to like resurrect all of the evil demonic spirits in your house and have them haunt you for the rest of your days. So that is what I'm going for. That's that's your closer. No, no, I'm saying that's what I want because if I do this, then I get to, oh, get yeah. to go into your house and do the ghost inspection. Yeah, which really bothers me. Yeah, so I'm really saying like so, so I'm not going to let anything shake me. I'll probably be shaken. I'll probably cry. <laughs> it's being recommended in the chat saying that I shouldn't yell at people. These jokes are funny. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, are, are you going to stay away from the racial and rape humor? That probably would be a good one. Uh, it's being noted in the live chat. Probably stay away from those ones. I think I'm not going to be doing any of those that, jokes. That's probably a good idea. No, I don't think that's a good idea. All right, so what's what's the next one? Uh, number four is... Uh, Okay, it says, know how to die. It says, every comic occasionally fails on stage. A joke is off. A word is wrong. The setup wasn't properly established. There's no shortage of reasons you might fail to get a laugh. And handling that is an important part of comedy. Comedy. Yeah, uh, Keith is in the chat asking about crowd work. Are you going to do any crowd work during your five minutes? Oh, I don't... Dude, I could just use all my five minutes like going up to people and going, so where are you from? <laughs> That's what do you not stand-up. What do you think of our fair city, huh? <laughs> is it raining up for you? All right. Well, it says, uh, let's see. So if you, if you start to fail, enough for you. <laughs> don't apologize. Don't flounder around all self-deprecatingly. Just move on. No saying off to a good start or, oh, well, or what do you think? Not so much, huh? A lack of confidence just drives an audience further away. Oh, oh you don't God. want to isolate the audience. Yeah. You don't <laughs> seem like you know what you're doing. It's well, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, boy. So I'm just supposed to fake it till I make it. Well, especially, here's the thing, too. There's a lot of people that are coming to the party, but they may not have necessarily heard that you were going to be doing this ahead of time. So there could be people completely unfamiliar, and they may actually think you are attempting stand-up. Oh, my gosh. That is a great suggestion. Suman's on fire today. Uh, he wrote, just say Greg wrote the jokes, that, any joke that failed. <laughs> if I say something and nobody laughs, I'll say Greg wrote it, and then I'll move on. All right, number three is don't pretend to be edgy. Okay, I could do that. I'm not edgy. I talk about lifetime and make fun of you being short. Number two, don't overindulge. Oh, That's gonna be you've something. got a big problem with that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get nervous. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just, just, a, just a beer or two. Uh, all right. And number well, one. Well, are just overindulging in, in talking too much. Like talking too much about things that aren't funny. Or like going off about what's going on in your, your head. Yeah, this could be a problem. That could be a big problem for you. I could start spinning. Yeah, like you in could my spiral. Head. You could spiral right out of there. It'll be right to the crying. You got to wait at least two minutes before you start crying. Okay. Well, if I but if I still do it and make it through five minutes, we still get the ghost inspection, right? Even- not if not if there's three minutes of just you sobbing on stage. <laughs> that's that's not gonna be. That doesn't count for the stand up. You can cry, but you still have to tell jokes. No, I will. I will joke through the tears. Okay. Just don't throw anything at me. All right, and what is the, what is the last thing? All right, uh, the last one is number one: know who you're dealing with in the crowd. I'm dealing with my friends, mm-hmm. so that's a little less scary. I like number one, <clears throat> right? Right? Well, there we go. So you can uh, you may be able to see Sarah do this. So you have until tomorrow. I don't to know. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to wait. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I like you're 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 working on some material. We'll we'll give you that. You've definitely got something going there. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's. Is she sobbing on stage? And Blood Fixin says, if she's sobbing on stage, they should add sleep over to Greg's house explorations. That's true. Oh, I don't want to stay there. I don't want to stay in ghost house. No, no, no. See, you don't want to do that. So that's why you probably should just shouldn't do the stand up. <laughs> now I don't want you to do the stand up because it's seeming like this might happen, and then. We would have to do the investigation. <gasps> in my house. All right. Patch just wrote and he said, Sarah, you can do your stand up like Miles Davis. Just walk around and not look at the audience. That's totally it. I'm just going to look at the ground. I will look at my piece of paper that I have with my jokes on them. <laughs> and I will just stand up there and be like, hi, everybody. You know, oh, God. What if I try to be like, you know, like with a joke, you know, like, hey, 
well, the, welcome to anyone's first time in Portland. Uh, and then everyone's just like, that's not funny. Wow, that's really stupid. This is what she thinks is funny? Mm-hmm. Well, what's going to happen is you'll start hearing people, because everybody will be quiet at first. They'll be paying attention. No, I don't want people to be quiet. And then they'll start murmuring, and then they'll be like, ugh, boy, I don't know. Wow, what's she doing? Why is she even up there right now? Who is this? And then you'll just start hearing murmuring, and then people will get a little upset, and then randomly in the back you hear, go, go home. You know, and things like that. Oh. So this this is what could happen on stage. You have to be tough if you want to be a stand-up. You have to be able to I don't want to be stand-up. That's the thing. I know that they have to be tough. I don't want to be one. You have to be able to handle it. You have to be able to handle it. Okay, yeah, what about props? Do you want to bring props? I don't know. Here, wait, let me grab my prop. Let me see. No, we're better. not bringing Sharky into here. We are not doing that. And by the way, okay, so yesterday we were at Hamster Village, and a couple of the comedians did say, you know, that uh, that it's okay to use a prop. But I didn't see any of them using props. And so using your shark stick, which is sharky, which for anybody who doesn't know, it's a stick with a trigger on it. And then it's got a shark head on it like you find at a coastal town anywhere. And um, it this is, one specifically was born in Seaside, Oregon. Sharky was. Sarah uses that as like her crutch. A lot of times it's her multiple personalities come out through this obnoxious little toy. And... I don't know. I don't know if you really want to be having that up there. Are you going to use that? I don't know. I don't think I could because you know what? There are going to be a lot of people there and a lot of people that maybe don't listen to every episode of the show and then they haven't seen me in a while and they'll be like, oh, look at what Sarah Dillon's been doing with her life. She's on stage attempting to do stand-up comedy with a fucking shark on a stick. This is what I mean. There are people that won't know this ahead of time. Oh, God. So that's all right. I'm just looking forward to your rap battle. That's fine. I don't know if that's going to happen. Scott Daly has not accepted my challenge. But he doesn't even know about the challenge. How can he know about... You need to tell him. Mm-hmm. I'm what, actually. Are you writing him I'm right going to write him right now. You're writing him to, to Scott call him Daly. Out? No, he hasn't accepted, so it's not going to happen. So we don't need to. Be all right, doing I'm, that. I'm texting it here. I'm going to speak into it. You're going to what? Scott Daly! Exclamation point. Hi there. Period. Greg wants to challenge you to a rap battle. Period. Do you accept? Question mark. Okay. All right. There we go. go. I'm send sending that it off now. to him. All right. We will find out. So. So last night, anyway, the uh, the event was a lot of fun. It was fun it to was. be on stage. It was and great. Sarah did kind of freeze a little bit during the roundtable discussion. That's just not nice. Well, I mean, it's, it, you did. It's okay, though. It's okay. I noticed that, you know, I did try to throw it to you a couple of times, and I didn't really... How am I supposed... You, you throw it to me when I'm in the middle of, like, two funny female comedians, and what am I supposed to do? Is that there... And there's only, like, one microphone bef- between the three of us. Right. Well, anyway, there we go. All right, I put your I put your challenge out there. Scott Daly, hi there. Greg wants to challenge you to a rap battle. Do you accept? I think I just sent it to like eight people. So okay. There you go. So now everybody knows. All right. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with... I mean, Sharky, I think, will come. Hey, mm-hmm. buddy. Hi, sure. Uh, he'll come. I don't think he's going to come up with me on stage for the, for the stand-up. But I will definitely bring him because I know that he is going to have something to say. Okay. All See, right. I'm not afraid. See, Sharky's not afraid of like going up there. However, this girl right here is a little afraid. But I'm not afraid to be hanging out with Sharky on stage. So maybe Sharky will make an appearance. No, we no, not while I'm doing humiliating stand up. Okay, three hundred right. seconds of stand up. Yep, three hundred seconds. I'm going to demand that everybody be quiet too, and everybody has to be absolutely quiet while they're watching you. Will you stop it? 
It's, it's either going to be sick or swim. We'll find out. We will find out. Well, we were talking about Scott Daly, and of course, I did challenge him to a rap battle, so we'll see if that happens. I'm sure he's going to decline. Um, but his uh, lovely wife, uh, not wife, well, excuse me. Almost wife. Fiance. 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 Uh, Lily actually uh, contacted, well, in a way, contacted me uh, about a possible uh, side job over at her house because they have the neighbor dogs that keep mm. uh, barking and Oh, the barking neighbor dogs. And I believe that I may be able to charm these said animals. I can charm them because we've talked about before how I am a bit of an I've animal heard whisperer. Those dogs. I'm a bit of an animal whisperer and I do have the ability to sing to animals and calm them down. I can soothe the savage beast if you so well. And I believe... <laughs> he has accepted. He accepted it? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Let I me see not. this. Let Scott me see. says yes. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Did you send that to Scott? Yeah, I sent it to Scott. Oh, crap. Okay, he accepted. Does that mean I actually have to do a rap battle <laughs> yes, now on stage? Yes, it does. Oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, yes, because I'm going to totally win that. Oh, God. I didn't realize this was actually going to be happening. <laughs> now, I have to, now I have to work up good. some raps. You know what? The people are paying good American money, and they're spending time out of their busy schedules to come and hang out with us at the Hawthorne Theater on the corner of 39th and Southeast Hawthorne on Saturday, February 22nd. It's supposed to be a balmy night. It's supposed to be real nice, real nice outside. Better inside. Okay. So and, you know, we need to give the people, like, what? So we're going to go there and they stare at us? No, we've got to give the people what they want. You so know what they want? They want to see you. They want to see Scott Daly, the whitest man on earth. They want to see a rap battle. So how does a rap battle work exactly? I mean, because all I've ever really seen is just 8 Mile. Is that how it works? Yes. Like, you go back and forth, you get, like, a, a you each just do one... One battle, one rap. Yeah, not only that. I think that Keelan should be the judge, or it should be an audience judgment. Oh yeah, well, because Keelan's going to be DJing as well. DJ Pied Piper of the White People. Uh huh. He said that it was all right that we called him that. (laughs) Yes, DJ Keelan King, Pone Tony. Pied Piper of white people. Pied Piper of white, which is very true. I have witnessed it on multiple occasions where he gets people that don't want to dance out there shaking their Greg shaking their groove things. What? He gets people shaking their groove things. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, well, I mean, if we are going to be doing it, I will have to require my my uh, go-to music, you know, which, of course, is... is All right. So, Keelan says, the audience judges, but he will DJ and moderate. That is awesome. And yes, Keelan. Okay, so... Maybe Keelan can give, like, a sample rap before it starts. I think we starts. need to get Keelan in here to explain the rules at some point and how this works. Oh, God, I'm going to rap on stage. This is what should this just be called? Like Greg and Sarah humiliate themselves That's for the enjoyment much what of others. This is. Yeah, That's it, what we need to do. You know what? I love ourselves. everybody, and if they want, if this is what the people want, I hope it's not what you want. Tell you me, need to have as many rhymes as necessary to win. So I have to. So I have to have a whole bunch of rhymes going. So it's the more rhymes, the better. Yeah. More rhymes, more problems, Greg. Oh God. Why don't you just practice something real quick? No, I'm not going to do it right now. Come on. No, I can't I can't give away. I'm not giving away my material. Okay? I already gave away some of my material. Give a tester. Yeah, it's got to it's going to be a dally burn. Yeah, I think it would have to be because that's how a rap battle works. Scott Daly thinks he's tall. It's, it's going to be funny to watch him fall down. Cuz he's scared by clowns. <laughs> when it comes around won't make a sound because my raps are so strong I don't know that was about it wow yeah that was it Dally kind of rhymes with Tolly but that was good no, you said Dally, fall and tall fall tall see I rapped that part oh god this fall is actually going to have to happen yeah fall down he's I afraid rap about of clowns, clowns. <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> By the way, yeah, I accidentally... So somebody announced that Scott Daly said yes because I accidentally sent it as a group text to a bunch of people and I don't know who I sent it to. Oh, great. So now everybody knows that. <laughs> everybody knows. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, is it supposed to be a funny rap or is it just supposed to be... Do I have to be like... No, be horribly mean to your friend, horribly. Scott. No, <laughs> it's supposed to be funny. No, I got I to gotta rap about his whack skills. Because he's are his, whack. What are his whack skills? Yeah, he's got no skills. You know, he can't rap. Oh, Nipple says he's afraid of clowns when the bra- Blazers Lucy frowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Okay, well, I will do it. I will do it. If, if Scott Daly has accepted, there will be a rap battle on stage. <laughs> I am declaring it right now. We will rap battle, but it can't go on forever. Stand up, Sarah's going first because the, the rap is going to be more involved, and it's two people, and you know, Keelan is the DJ. I will do oh my, my stand up if I do it. If, 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 I, F, if I do it. Uh huh. And that's not an OJ Simpson, like, MC if Swish I did it. But represent. I'm <laughs> Can I do the Eminem eight mile thing and get the whole crowd to, like, Wait, Nobody's going to be down. bouncing up and down. Yeah, for you. get the whole uh, get the whole crowd bouncing up and down. Nobody will do that for you. Yeah, I'm going to watch Eight Mile about ten times before this happens, just so I can get it down, so I know what I'm doing. Are you going to wear like a do rag like Eminem does in it? I am. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm basically and a I'll big be like white Eminem. baggy T-shirt and yes. some like jeans mm-hmm. hanging down past your ass. Mm-hmm. Or no, he wears a visor. Isn't that his? No, visor I think he wears face? a visor thing. Yeah, yeah, that's when he wears a visor, I believe. No, he wears a hoodie. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, I'm going to. I'm basically. <gasps> All right, this is so how it's going to be. It's being suggested maybe my stand-up can be the opener to the rap battle. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can go straight into the rap battle. Oh, this is a battle royale. Oh, I don't want to lose to Scott Daly, though. You won't. You know who I'm going to lose to? Myself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, what will Daly's uh, Daly's You have happening? to go by Lil Swish. Lil not Swish. Lil Swish. Lil Swish no, is the MC best Swish. name ever. Lil You're not an MC. Lil Swish. You're Lil Swish. I don't know if I like Lil Swish. Oh being my, my god, Lil Swish. And uh, what's could, oh Scott's Big D. <laughs> Lil Swish versus the Big D. <laughs> <laughs> no, Big D sounds like something else. I don't know if I want. Yeah, no, no, that's that's not a good Lil one. Lil Swish. Lil Swish. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, Tall D. Tall D. Lil Swish versus Tall D. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... Those sound like legit rap Lil names. Lil Swish and Tall D. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is unnerving. Lil Swish versus Tall D. All right. All right. Yeah, what if I lose to Dally, though? I don't want to lose to Dally. Oh, this will be terrible. Well, it is the audience that's going to be the voting. the audience is judging. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Keelan is saying that I can't rap to this beat, but I mean, I don't know what to do. This is this is my jam. It's your jam? This is what I rap to. Like, if it's not going to be that, I think we should have to, we should get to hear the beat first. Well, I think it's just going to be a, like a standard beat, isn't it? Yes, thank you to Ryan for coming up with Lil Swish. All right. Well, there we go. Lil Swish versus Tall D. There we go. We've got it in there. All right. Well, should we do a, should we do a little bit of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of little shitheads, I've got a story at the top. Ooh. What's up, Lil Swish? I gotta start working on my game. I know. I've gotta start working on my comedy. I gotta, I gotta write some raps. Is this what you guys want? Like... Answer in the chat. Just, just a real quick poll. Do you want me to do comedy and Greg to rap? Yes or no? 
Hello, my friends. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Oh, God. Oh. A lot of yeses. Hello, my friends. Oh, my name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, if you have been under a rock all morning, you might not have heard this news. Actually, Lil Swish was the one that told me about this. Uh, <laughs> gave he gave me this juice. No, no, don't, don't, don't start doing that. Justin Bieber! His decline hath begun. Dude, this Bieber news is everywhere right now. It's everywhere. It's on everything. Just in case you hadn't heard about it, it hath begun. This reminds me kind of during, like, the heyday of pop culture, like, shit shows, when there was the whole, like, Lindsay Lohan, uh, Paris Hilton, like, all of them getting arrested and Mm -hmm. crying, and Anna Nicole Smith dying, and Michael Jackson going to trial, and that was, like... That was a golden era for celebrity gossip shit. Well, my favorite thing is actually how CNN has been... CNN is covering this as though this is like the biggest story in the entire world, which good job, CNN. There's nothing else going on except for Justin Bieber. No, of course not. But their headlines, so far today they've had fast times and apparently high (laughs) was one of them. Now it's still riding high. Justin Bieber rested. So they, they keep on changing them out. Wow. Wow, top uh, publications are really killing it today. Like, for example, I saw something on the Huffington Post called Chihuahua Girl's Blueberry Muffin Looks Just Like Her Dog. That was a headline on the Huffington Post. That's pretty amazing. So, blueberry muffins look like dogs, and Justin Bieber has been arrested early this morning after leaving a Miami beach club. He's been accused of drag racing through a residential neighborhood. Also got popped for a DUI. Uh, Police allege that he admitted to having beer, marijuana, and prescription drugs in his system. So little Justin Bieber spent all night in Miami jail and appeared in the courtroom early this morning where a judge set his bail at, uh, wow, for him, a whopping $2,500. I'm sure they kept him separated from the other inmates, but Miami jail does not sound like it would be a fun place to be in. I don't think I would want to be in a jail in Miami. No, I guess this jail, I, I was reading about it too, it's particularly shitty. Like, I guess the... Well, it's the, Miami. No, the, the people who work there actually had recently protested it because... Of the decrepit conditions of this wow. jail. Like, it's falling apart and full of rats and stuff. I wouldn't do good in any jail, though. No, you're too... I'm, I am not the prison. You've got a purdy face. I'm not fit for prison. You've got big, swishy eyelashes. Oh. Like, you look like... You could pass for a lady in prison. Oh, no, no. That's not... Well, that's what I'm afraid of. I would I be know, looked at I know, little swish. That. You'd be fucked. Literally. All right. <laughs> uh, so, Justin Bieber... Of course, went to court this morning, dressed in a jail jumpsuit. As his attorney spoke, he posted bail and exited the courthouse a short time later, jumping onto his car. God, out of jail, still a douchebag. And blue kisses to throngs of fans as he departed. Really? Yeah, so this is what happened. Miami Beach police say that Bieber was pulled over for speeding in a yellow Lamborghini. That's very nonchalant. Yeah, it's very nondescript at all. Yeah. Yeah, way to... No one no one Not draw attention to yourself. Uh, and failed uh, a field sobriety test. This is a first-degree misdemeanor, which could, get him, which could get him up to six months in jail and have his license suspended for six months. Also, one of the things that's coming out about this, though, is the fact that... I don't know if you guys know about this, but Justin Bieber is not a U.S. resident. No, he is not. Justin Bieber is from Canada. Yeah. Now there are reports saying that as Justin Bieber's legal troubles grow... So does the possibility that immigration officials could send him packing back to Canada. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> they could send him back. The Canadian terror is over. <laughs> Finally. Yes. 
So yes, apparently Canada can have the option to have him re-immigrated back to Canada. Oh, that would be amazing. Because yeah, it's being noted they're very strict on DUI. Oh, they charges. don't even let people into Canada if no. they have a DUI. No, do if they? you have a DUI, you're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're allowed to come into Canada at all. So uh, in Canada, it's called the Immigration and Customs Enforcement. So it's ICE. So uh, it's being said that if ICE wants to go after them, they could make a case. That and uh, so of course his DUI that he just got arrested for. Also, he got in trouble uh, a couple weeks ago for I guess egging somebody's house. Next to like yeah. next door, and like he was like people are testifying against him. So uh, on top of that, uh, that like complaints about that have been filed in multiple government agencies and states. So that could actually make it even more likely. So it isn't even so much the DUI that's going to get him deported as it is like the DUI on top of the fact that he got caught egging somebody's house. Oh, that's fantastic! What a little shithead! Yeah, he is. Yes, yes, yes. That is like a uh, Michael Bryan right. money. He is such a Michael Bryan. All right, so if the crime is not a felony, but since this isn't, this is a misdemeanor, but involves moral turpitude, that is, it shocks the conscience of a state, local, or federal prosecutor, there is a possibility that ICE could review a person's legal status and send them back to their, their home country. Oh, my God, can you imagine all this crying girls? Oh, I'm sure they're already out there. Oh, they I'm must sure be about Justin internet. Bieber being deported. Just leave him alone. Just leave Justin Bieber alone. That's fantastic. I'm, he's just so fucking lucky he didn't kill anybody. Kill yourself driving around like an asshole. Don't, like, he is so lucky that that's his... That's what yeah. the only damage was. Absolutely. Like, drive, like drunk, high... In a yellow Lamborghini, drag racing. Oh, and also his creepy friend. So he's like he's nineteen. Mm-hmm. All of his friends that he hangs out with are like thirty something year old like dudes. Yeah, How creepy is that? That like because th- I'm a thirty something. I would not be hanging out with a nineteen year old. Granted, he, I know he's like a billionaire, right? But that's just all kinds of creepy. Well, yeah, but those are the kind of people that glom on to those to to those people that that are young and rich, and then they have a bunch of like weird older dudes that hang out. Hmm. Yeah, that would be like me hanging out with Justin Bieber. That's so creepy. That would that's creepy. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. So anyway, there are all these like guys. So I guess like a, like right before this happened, apparently, so he was arrested uh, for going 60 miles an hour in a 25 per mile per hour residential zone. And uh, apparently his creepy older 30-something-year-old friends all blocked off the side streets in this residential area. They all had separate cars. And they blocked off the side streets so that this little shit show could go drag racing through the streets. Wow. And his bright yellow Lamborghini at 4 o'clock in the morning. He is lucky that he did not. He is so lucky. Did not kill anyone. So there you have it. Speaking of moronic children. Kids these days. Oh, kids these days. Middle schoolers are being warned of the dangers of the popularity that is increasing now of kids snorting Smarties, which are, of course, the chalky round candies uh, that can be smashed up and turned into powder. Do you remember Smarties? Yes. Did you do that? Oh, my God, you did that. <laughs> well, Greg, let me tell Maybe you... Maybe in middle school, I don't know why, but... <laughs> let me tell you what that could lead to. So, a widespread phenomenon... Snorting Smarties can't... I can't... <laughs> I don't Lil even know where swish. I learned it. Little swish. I don't even know where I learned it. Like, how did I know to do that? I wasn't the only one. There were a lot of us. Oh, that makes it so much better. Library breaks. I'm sorry. 
So it isn't kids today. It's just idiot kids. Always. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Greg, when you were snorting Smarties, excuse me, a little swish, when you were snorting Smarties, 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 you put yourself at risk for horrendous side effects. Like what? The first and most prominent one being nasal maggot infestation. What? Nasal maggots. Nasal maggot infestations. Also, nasal scarring, allergic reactions, lung irritation, or lung infection. But the first and most common, nasal maggot infestations. That sounds absolutely disturbing. Yeah. Now, some kids roll up money uh, or paper to suck up the sugary powder into their noses. Gives a whole new meaning to the word nose candy, right? Stand up. Well, there's smoke the candy. Now, neither is good for the kids. Ew. Yes. Well, I didn't imagine it was good, but how do how do you get nasal maggots? I don't know, Greg. It just says that it happens. <sighs> Let me see. So I guess there's an infection, and then if it's if you have like dying infected skin inside of your nose, then maybe maggots come out and they they're hanging out in there eating Smarty powder. And keep in mind, I did this like once in middle school because everybody else was doing this. this. This is not like a regular thing that I had. I was now you're over kid. Now you're over talking about it. Everybody else was doing it. So there you have it. Don't snort smarties, kids. Especially you, little swish. Thank you to everyone who sent this story to me. This made me laugh. These ones always make me laugh. You know, I think in this day and age, you should probably know that it is never smart to taunt police online when they've posted your picture online and they're looking for you if you are wanted. Generally, that I would think that was not a good idea. Yes. Via Facebook, wanted man posts his mugshot online and gets captured immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Note to those wanted by police, if your goal is to not get caught, it's probably not a good idea to share your mugshot on Facebook from the police department that had just posted it. These are times when I love social media for these reasons. Just for these kind of, these kind of idiots. Oh, what this, exactly happened? This one gets better. So he shared it. On Facebook from the police department's page from his Facebook account. So the police department posted it on Facebook. They posted a picture of him on Facebook that he was a wanted man. And that's when this man by the name of Anthony James Leshewich. I'm going to take a look here, see if I can find this guy. Oh, good luck spelling his last name L E S C O Witch. Yep, so that's what Anthony James Leshewich uh, did. Not surprisingly, the move, the move led to his arrest. So the Freeland Police Department initially posted Lesowich's mugshot asking anyone with knowledge of his whereabouts to alert the authorities. Now, Lesowich then shared the mugshot and mocked police on his Facebook page and was promptly arrested less than 45 minutes earlier. So uh, Lesowich was wanted on multiple charges, including aggravated assault, uh, but he's been evading authorities since the charges were filed in November. So, after the police saw his Facebook post, which he shared within three minutes of the original post, and which included the commentary, LOL, um, what does it say? LOL, they'll never get me. An <laughs> undercover officer then wrote him a message on Facebook posing as a fictitious, attractive woman <laughs> who wanted to meet up with Lesowich. Oh, that's awesome. After about 30 minutes, Lesowich was intrigued by the fictitious attractive woman and told her, air quotes, where he would be. <laughs> Instead of the fictitious attractive woman, the police showed up and he was taken into custody. 
Oh, that's great. Wait, where's Cindy, though? She said we should meet up with you here. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That guy looks kind of like one of my method neighbors, honestly. He Maybe can fit him right over there. Wow. Ew. He's scary looking. Yeah, if you just Google uh, Anthony James Facebook, he, it will pop right up. Wow. All right. I didn't put this last, but sometimes you just got to do it. This is going to make people mad, but this was sent to me way too many times. What is this? It's horrible. It is horrible. It is horrible. It is horrible. I'm just going to get through it, and then we'll go on to the last story, okay? Fine. I mean, should I not? I don't know. How bad is this? It's, it's pretty bad. Does this have to do with something um, physically scarring? Yes. Does it have to do with a man? Yes. I don't know if I want to hear it. All right, I'm just going through this, and then, and then, we're, and then we're going to the last story, right, which is my fine, favorite story. Rip the Band-Aid off. Out of Mobile, Alabama. I am so sorry. All right, here we go. A South Alabama jury has decided a farm owner should pay a former worker $4 million in damages for an on-the-job accident. Oh. I'm already not liking this. That left the man with skinned genitals. Oh! I'm so sorry. Should I repeat it? No. A South Alabama jury has decided a farm owner should pay a former worker $4 million in damages for an on-the-job accident that left the man with skinned genitals. Now, it has been reported that Gerald Lyman was holding on to the boom of a hole digger that was being driven by another man during a project in August of 2010. When the drill bit hit a hard piece of ground, Lyman lost his footing and his pants got tangled in the rotating drill. The machine's force pulled out all of his clothes until his genitals became entangled. Oh, oh God. And his skin was ripped off. Lyman's attorney said that the men were not operating the machinery properly and Lyman should not have been had to hold it steady. He was found to be correct of that assessment. And the man with the skin genitals is being awarded $4 million in damages. $4 million? $4 million. $4 million. There you go. There you have it. Are they still intact? They're there. They just don't have skin. Do they graft like skin back on? Greg, it really doesn't... I, I didn't look into it because I was afraid you were going to be mad at me for these five sentences. So I am, but $4 million is a lot of money. No, never mind. Don't why, why are you thinking about this? I was just wondering. I was just curious what happened. All right, and finally. This is fascinating to me, but if it was headed toward us, I wouldn't like it, but it's totally far away from us, so it's fine. Okay. Greg, listen to my sentence. A ghost ship filled with cannibalistic rats is floating somewhere off of the coast of Scotland and is getting ready to crash ashore and unleash its disease-ridden cargo of starving rodents onto the land. (laughs) Again, and this is not the plot to the movie Ghost Ship. This is a true story 
And I, will, I have the entire background. This is okay. fucking fascinating. A ghost ship filled with cannibalistic rats is floating somewhere off the coast of Scotland and is getting ready to crash ashore and unleash its disease-ridden cargo of starving rodents onto land. And it's all because Canadian authorities let a Soviet-era nightmare liner loose in the North Atlantic, satisfied that it was no longer a threat to Canada, when in fact they just let it float around in the Atlantic. They just let it go? Just let it go. Well, it's a good day for Canada. Damn, Canada, get your act together. <laughs> Between Justin Bieber and letting loose a uh, rat ship, what did they think was going to happen to it? Well, it has been nearly a year since the vessel was intentionally lost at sea by Canadian authorities. And this ship from Canada is now expected to crash ashore in Ireland or somewhere else it in the UK, dumping the plague ship's living cargo of cannibalistic rats... Onto the land. How was it lost? At, I'm still bothered by this. How was it lost at sea? So say you had a storm and it became untethered. Get a helicopter and go find it. All right. Well, let me tell you the story. Yeah, well, can't see it there. So uh, yeah, I'm sure it's all good. Eh? So the ship was built by Soviets in 1976 to treat Russian elites uh, with pleasure cruises to Antarctica and to the Arctic Circle. But it was seized in 2010 by Canadian police acting as debt collectors against the ship's now private owners. And for years it remained anchored off of St. John's, the provincial capital of Newfoundland. Uh, it finally sold for scrap in 2012. And the massive ship was lost at sea just a day after being towed out. When Canadian authorities finally captured the cruise ship last year, they decided to let it loose in international waters. It's kind of a... No, it seems move. well. It seems kind of weird that you could, you know. So this uh, the ship is almost three hundred feet long. It's a three hundred foot ocean vessel, so it's a big ship, right? Uh, so you wouldn't think that it'd be able to disappear in the North Atlantic while still afloat. But uh, maritime officials in Ireland and Scotland say that they haven't heard from the ship since March of last year. But however, all of the life rafts on the ship are set to activate when the ship sinks. So when a life raft touches the water, they activate. But none of them have activated. So it's still floating around out there somewhere. Why didn't they just shoot it or have the Navy, like, torpedo it or something? Yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Well, what happens is, uh, so they're trying to find the ship. They say it's apparently already traveled two-thirds off uh, of the way to the British Isles. So they're trying to they're trying they to stop it. They don't know exactly where it they is? They don't know exactly where it is. But they know that there were rats on board, and they say at this point, the rats have become cannibalistic because there's no other food, and they've begun eating each other. So... But since there are storms, you know, afoot, since it is winter, they are fearing that the 4,251-ton ship full of cannibalistic rats could be caught in a storm and be pushed full force on shore because of the winter storm. (laughs) And, of course, once the rats make landfall, they will be eating anything and everything that they can. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. 4,251-ton ship full of cannibalistic rats. Oh, God. And that is heading toward... The UK somewhere they're just waiting. You can't even like kill those things fast enough. No, they have to find it. And this sounds like the plot to some movie, a really bad movie, but still will be a plot to a movie. Yeah, here I have the link. I'll, I'll post the link in the okay. chat. Yeah, it is just fascinating. Abandoned cruise ship full of cannibalistic starving rats headed for the UK. And they can't find it to sink it? They can't find it right now to sink it. Because the only alarms that they say, this, from my understanding of the story, the only alarms on there are the ones that are activated if it sinks. 
And so, it, uh, so uh, none of the so it has many lifeboats on it. Two of the transmitters have been heard, but that they uh, assume it's probably after the rafts, rafts were shaken loose uh, as they were continually tossed by North Atlantic storms. Like they don't, they, it's out there floating somewhere. <laughs> That's just, is that fascinating to you? Yeah, I'm just imagining like going going for a stroll on the beach, and all of a sudden, it's, oh look at that! There's a ship out there. There's a ship. It's getting closer, 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 and then it crashes, and just like hordes of rats come out. Yeah, because once they see land, there's going to be no stopping cannibalistic rats. No, well, because they can swim to shore too. Once they get close <gasps> enough, you're so right. I forgot they can swim. Those little fuckers. Oh yeah, they're evil. Oh, they are evil. There you have it. Ghost ship full of cannibalistic rats. That's your world of crazy. Wow. <laughs> See, aren't you glad I ended with that one? See, you already forgot about the one before that. Well, now I didn't. <laughs> now that you just brought it back up. <sighs> that was fun. Some days I have a All days I have fun on the show, but some days world of crazy is a lot more fun than others. Today was fun. <laughs> all right. I've got just a little bit of ball talk. Actually, there's there's one story that I really wanted to share. Yeah. That I wanted to share for you because I think you're going to be excited about it. Really? I don't know if you will be or not. Okay. Well, you just sold it like I was going to be. be. Because I know you're a fan. Jose Canseco? No. Okay. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. <laughs> Ryan says that Steve Buscemi's already been cast as the voice of the lead diseased rat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, little swish. What do you got for me? Uh, a little swish. Um, all right. This is a story that has come out about, of course, the Super Bowl, the Bolo de Super. Oh, the Bolo de Super. And of course, you know, one of the big things that happens is all of the uh, all of the wonderful commercials. You know, there's a lot of a lot of money goes into the commercials that come on there, and a lot of times they have special guest stars. Like you've seen the the teasers for the Arnold Schwarzenegger commercial, and then the one with Don Cheadle and a llama showing oh, up at yeah. a party. Well, this one has to do with something else. It is a reunion of sorts that is going to be happening in a commercial during the Super Bowl. What kind? Are Beverly Hills 90210 cast members getting back Not together? Not 90210, but a show that aired uh, concurrently for at least part of that time. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some hints. I want to see if you can guess it. Okay. So this was a sitcom. All right. It aired on ABC. Step by step. No, nobody would care about a step-by-step reunion. No one would okay. care about that. No. no. I would. From 1987 would. to 1995. Okay. Um, I don't know if I can give any more hints. It was very, very popular. It led to... Uh, Come on, give me something. There were some younger cast character, cast members, in particular... Boy Meets World. No, they've already read Not Boy Meets World. And that's newer than that. Anyway. Younger cast members. <gasps> there were some young ladies from the show that were... Babies and children on the show that went on to become quite famous for a while. Oh, are you are you talking about Full House? I am talking about yeah, Full House. What? What do you mean? There's a reunion. There is going to be a reunion commercial that is going to be airing during the uh, during the Super Bowl, and I guess they've already released a teaser trailer for it. But it will feature Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, and what about course, Danny Bob Tanner Sager and Danny Tanner. Yeah. All reunited together. Now, they, so far, the teaser is just that, and they haven't said whether the rest of them are going to be showing up, but the uh, the spokesperson for it's for Dannon, like Dannon, I guess. Oh, the yogurt? yogurt? Yeah. yeah. Um, said that it won't leave Full House fans disappointed. <gasps> well, I know for a fact, let me tell you this. Let me give you an inside scoop, Greg. 
because I've read you know things about how like they've wanted to get together for like a full house movie and everybody's on board. Yeah. Except for the fucking Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Well, yeah. So I bet that they're not going to be in it, but you know, whatever. Uh, They probably want a lot of money. Do they still do stuff? They still like make money. One of them is uh, engaged to the super creepy old guy who's like forty years older than her. Oh, see, they're always like like, filmed. Yeah, they're always filmed at basketball games, like licking each other's faces. Really? It's totally gross. One of the (gasps) twins. Yes. Did I tell you when I saw them once? When I was in LA Oh maybe you did They're like I was eating lunch At the Chateau Marmont And they just kept staring At my friend and I My friend was so hungover I'm like stop staring At us Mary Kate Well was it because You were staring at her No we weren't even I could not give two shits Like my friend Lisa and I We were so hungover Like I was like Oh look it's the It's the Olsen twin people And there was like These little sticks With these huge bug You know like circle glasses Yeah With these big jackets on And they're just sitting there Like picking at their salads And staring at everybody Making sure that that People notice them Were they attractive? I couldn't tell. Like, yeah. they had so m- like so many clothes and things on, and their glasses were so big. Huh. You could see. I mean, they looked small. They looked exactly like how they look. Yeah, like how you would expect them to. Yeah, look. Yeah, I, I don't know if I find them attractive or not. No, I'm not sure. They kind of creep me out a little bit. All right. Well, I am looking forward to this year's Super Bowl, and that just makes me even more excited. Well, there you go. That awesome. is one thing that will be happening at Full House reunion during a commercial at the Super Bowl. That concludes this yeah. edition of Ball Talk. Greg, you were right. I did like that ball talk. See, I told you. Oh, my gosh. Bob Saget. I wonder if uh, Re- Rebecca Romaine Stamos is going to come back. No, she was never on it. Oh, not Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Who am I thinking of? Uh, who and played way, Becky? Uh, I can't remember her name. That was who I thought she was. No, Rebecca Romaine Stamos married John Stamos in real life. Rebecca Romaine is now married to Jerry O'Connell. Okay. Yeah. God, I just watched a horrible movie with Jerry O'Connell on it, mm-hmm. uh, the other day. I don't know if I talked about it. Mid, uh, oh, no. Midnight Bayou. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm unaware of that. Yeah. Oh, I will give one thing though, because I did watch a movie yesterday that I want to make sure that everybody is aware of um, not to watch. <laughs> so, I wasn't aware of this movie when it was out in the theater, but it was called Oblivion, starring one Tom Cruise, and it's a sci-fi. So I thought, okay, well, if it's sci-fi, maybe I'll like it, even regardless of Tom Cruise. Um, it's not good. No, oh, no, it's not good. <laughs> It's set off in the distant future. I'll just say this. It's as though... It's like if Independence Day... If you'd filmed Independence Day, only the aliens had won. Huh. That's kind of what it's like. So you're saying I wouldn't like this movie? No. See, which on that premise, that sounds good, doesn't it? No. It's okay, not Rangi's saying it's, it's bad. Uh, it's, Scientolo- it's like a Scientology movie. I don't... If, if it is, I don't... I'm oh, there you lost go. on me with the Scientology it didn't part work. is, but I'm not surprised. It is bad. Lori Laughlin. Bad. Thank you. Uh, Bean is saying I should have listened to Geek in the City because, yeah, they, they probably covered that one. <laughs> yeah. Oblivion. It sucks. Don't waste your time. I watched through the entire thing. See, and you I made kept fun waiting. of me for I kept watching. Waiting. I kept waiting for something to happen. Well, so you made fun of me about One Tree Hill, but then I guess there was 187 episodes of One Tree Hill and you just watched one movie. Yeah. So I have no leg to stand on there. Oh, also Morgan Freeman's in it, too. All right. So you guys don't forget that Saturday, February 22nd, at the Hawthorne Theater Lil Swish and Tall D Will be having a rap battle I might or might not Be doing stand-up Regardless Tickets are available now For a discount <laughs> Please buy them in advance We would love To Yeah To to know that there are people Already come in And that would just make yes. us Feel really good it'd be Plus fantastic. it'll save you a few bucks So Yeah it will So just go to Funemploymentradio.com Click on the link right there And uh, you can go right there. right there And buy the tickets 
for five dollars. There is a service charge on there, which is why we dropped the price to five dollars. So yeah, Keith is even going to put on some pants and come out. I Keith just saw is that. coming out. Holy good God. lord, everybody's coming out. Yeah, you guys, if we've got Keith out of the house, you have no excuse to not come. I mean, no. Come on. No excuses. And seriously, it's a fun crowd because it's all you guys. It's all, all people that listen to the show. And look at you. our show or, or all the other shows on the network. All fun people. All good people. It's just going to be a lot of fun. Look at you. You're fun. Nice. You're awesome. Yeah. Coming out with other awesome people. Yeah, you, yeah, we're talking to you. 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 Especially you. I love you. That was weird. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Eins, zwei, drei. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.